Welcome back to your Daily Dose. I'm Nick. On this episode, Bob and I talk about our daughters and some of our shared interests with them. I love it when we talk about family because you can really hear the passion in our voices. The passion in Bob's voice. His kids are grown up. Mine are teenagers, so for me, it's passion with a healthy dose of anxiety. Enjoy this episode. I think whales... Whales might be smarter than us. I think all logic says that they have to be because those brains, right? Have, they're huge. Now, you say, well, but think of the proportion of the body to the brain, right? But sure. they're huge in water, which completely like eliminates the whole size of the body argument because they can float through that water like a crane floats through the sky. So, so I think whales. And I also learned from my daughter that a whale can put out a sound that would literally melt your organs. The intensity is so high in the water that they can make noises that kill us. And they've chosen not to, uh, which I think is kind of interesting as well. She's a, she's a whale freak, by the way, my daughter. She is bona fide crazy about whales, sperm whales in particular. She, uh, she loves all sea life. She's a biologist. Uh, okay. And, but she's going for her master's now uh, in zoology. And the sperm whale is, is the thing right now. So I'm learning a little bit more about that wonderful creature than most people really need to know. That's fantastic. How do you guys uh, interact like when it comes to that stuff? Does she just start sending you things? Do you like reach out to her and ask you like what's the latest whale trivia? I you know something I would, wouldn't be insightful enough to ask specifically about whales. Uh, yeah. But she she did send me something about a, a um, it's called a a bone eating snot flower. I'm not kidding, people. Look it up. Bone-eating snot flower that are found inside whales that eat a whale from the inside out and literally cause the cadaver of a whale to collapse in on itself. They eat the bones and everything else. And my daughter sent me pictures of this and an article about it because she was so in love with this animal, this creature. And I have to be honest with you. When she falls in love with a creature, I get a little bit of love for it too. I'm not as into sperm whales as she is right now, but that <laughs> that bone-eating snot flower, that was a thing. Well, that's the, you share that passion, right? Like when you're talking to somebody who's truly passionate about something, and that kind of goes back to meeting somebody new yeah, who maybe has this crazy, is into something that you, you didn't consider before. Like snot... Uh, flowers is that what it was <laughs> bone eating snot flowers yeah yeah it took me a while to oh get and that. that's the uh that's from the whale fall right so like after they die and they fall to the bottom of the ocean yes. that's where every piece and part of that whale is used by the sea life that's down there nick you astound me with the stuff that you know just already in your head that's yes that's exactly right yeah. she was doing a lot of studies of um of different fish and, and sea life at the very bottom of the yeah. sea she loves angler fish those are the ones that yeah. look like they have like the little light hanging over the front of their face, but they've got these incredible yep. sharp teeth uh, and they look really alien. Well, and this is the thing with this 
this person in my life. She loves things that are radically different and she gravitates toward them. She is herself radically different, but she inspires me when she talks about it because she's so into it. And you're right. When someone's really into something, man, it's, you just want to be around them. You want to listen to them to a point. There are obsessive people as well. Uh, but, but I mean, like who's, who's someone in your life that when they start talking about what they love, you're like, I just, it's like listening to music. Uh, my daughter actually, um, you know, the few times right now when she talks about stuff, but so I try to introduce her to new things and then she'll take it to a different level. She'll explore in a different way. So one of those right now is this podcast called welcome to night Vale. And it's a really neat one. I don't know if you've heard it before, but no. the premise is you're hearing a radio transmission. Every episode is a radio transmission from the community radio station in this alternate universe town called Night Vale. Wow. So everything's a little bit spookier. Everything's a little bit more eerie. It's fun, but it's also got this element of horror to it. Wow. And as a 13-year-old, she glommed onto <laughs> it really well. Cool. It's like, so, it's like dark shadows of our days. Yeah, yeah, almost exactly, yeah. And uh, so she, I, I got her, I found a book because my son was into it for a while beforehand. So I got her uh, the book, the first book. So she started talking to me about it. And those are just the, the best conversations to have. You know, you get to live, especially if you know the thing, you get to live it through somebody else's eyes. Yeah. And so that's something that's really compelling to me. I love it. So have you ever had like an epic fail where you tried to introduce something to either of your kids and they're like, no, I am not going to ever be into that. A couple of things. I think it was, I, I think Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> for my son. I knew you liked that. And Oh yeah. It's, I mean, it's such a great book and it introduced, I think for me, this idea that you could have humor and sci-fi meet together and it do really well. Yeah. Cause that, that was just an alien concept. No pun intended to me yeah. at that time. Buckaroo Banzai is an example of that too. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, no interest in that. They really have no interest in anything that I want to do now. Like I used <laughs> to plan out our weekends were planned out from Friday afternoon to Sunday evening. So I would look at like all the different calendars, what's going on, what's free, what museum is doing a family day. We could go do that and then we'll go here. And we had our little rituals dad. too. That's, that's good yeah. parenting, man. So, oh yeah. But, but no matter how cool you are, no matter yeah. how magical you treat your kids, when you're, especially when your kids become tweens and teens, we become dorks. We become, yeah. we become their foils because I, I was the coolest dad in the world. And my kids were like, yeah, dork. <laughs> you know, I, I was a chaperone at their schools because I could do that because I was a free man, am a free man. And, uh, and so I was present <laughs> a lot, which probably created a weird feeling for them at times. But I have to tell you something. It's, a, it's, it's an amazing thing to be able to mess with your kids' lives <laughs> in any way. Well, and they... Like what I'm learning from you and from other people is they are going to go through that, right? No matter what you do, they're going to need to separate. Oh, yeah. But a lot of times they come back. Like you're learning from your daughter about whales. Yeah. Oh, no. And guess what? This is a, the time of their lives that they're changing yeah. and they need to be able to eject 
And if they can't break out of your atmosphere, then they have to live with you for the rest of your life, which I'm sure you don't want. And and so <laughs> they have to muster the energy sometimes in the form of anger, sometimes in the form of rejection, sometimes in the form of grabbing onto anything that's not you to get out of your atmosphere. And then once they are, what you're going to realize is, oh, it feels a little better to have them out of my atmosphere for a little while. So you can figure out where you're at and they figure out where they're at. And then you rejoin as the adults that you are. <laughs> it's, it's and a, hopefully still have some shared interests. You, and you will, because you have this incredible history, <laughs> right? There's nobody that has the history that you guys do with each other. And, uh, and I think that's really a, a magical thing. Ah, the things we learn from our kids. Sometimes it's bone-eating snot flowers, and sometimes it's what an enormous dork you are, no matter how hard you try. With all these lessons, it's good to have a thinking buddy like Nick to help me work it all out in retrospect. Until next time, awesome listener, keep it interesting. <laughs>